This is the Braither Point. In Deep State USA, the FBI doesn't solve crime. It manages crime. The CIA doesn't collect intelligence. It collects people. The courts don't meet justice. They deny it. The news doesn't report the news. They contort it. The deep state doesn't serve. It enslaves. But slavery is a choice. A slave submits. The cage is certain. Freedom is dangerous. The opposite of slavery is freedom. The opposite of a slave is a warrior. The enslaver demands submission. Say as you are told. Do as you are told. Or else. The slave submits. A warrior refuses to submit. A warrior is dangerous, free, uncontrollable, unstoppable, relentless. I will never be a slave. I am a warrior. What are you? I'm also a retired SOCOM soldier, former DIA intelligence collector, and ex-DEA special agent. Targeted by the deep state, turned whistleblower, now your intelligence officer. Repurposed as chaplain, leader, teacher, and truth teller. New mission, restore our fallen republic. Objective, defeat the deep state. Means, expose fake news. Tools, truth, discernment, and free will. Attention, deep state Dems, Rhinos, BLM, Antifa, and assorted traitors and enemies, foreign and domestic. Your masks won't silence us. Your shutdowns won't stop us. Your riots don't scare us. You're not as organized as the British. You're not as disciplined as the Nazis. You're not as fierce as the Imperial Japanese. You're not as brutal as ISIS. And we beat them all. You're next. Welcome. I'm Jeff Prather, and this is The Prather Point. Welcome, everybody. Big show today. If you haven't, please go to jeffreyprather.com, J-E-F-F-R-E-Y-P-R-A-T-H-E-R.com, and you can subscribe to my free newsletter there. You can also uh, go into the shop, and I've had some complaints about not being able to order the Prather Prep Supply food. So if you look on the border, uh, of the podcast today. Uh, there is the uh, advertisement. It's also in the shop at jeffreyprather.com slash shop, uh, shop uh, praetherprepsupply.com, and also uh, to get the uh, satellite phones, which I have used for a long time and all my execs have used for a long time there as well. Uh, and that's at praetherdeal.com. And there's also an advertisement for that on the main page of the website. There's also exclusive content for all the reports, proofs, intelligence, um, and evidence on my website, all the exemptions, uh, military, and we are having luck with religious and military exemptions. Um, not luck. I don't believe in luck. Uh, they are working. All of that is in my uh, Patreon posts at exclusive content, patreon.com slash Jeffrey Prather. A uh, lot to cover, so going to jump right in there. Uh, and get going. And the first and most important story is, as I've been saying for quite some time, 
uh, that Biden purposefully left Americans as hostages, Americans, American children, families, and our allies in Afghanistan, uh, and they are still here. That's why you can go into the uh, shop, the pray through shop, and get the great uh, Biden left them, but we will get them. We will bring all Americans home uh, despite this uh, traitorous puppet enthrall to our enemies, foreign and domestic. But the State Department now admits uh, that there are still at least 363 American citizens remaining in Afghanistan, about half of whom want to leave the country, the State Department told congressional staff last Thursday. Uh, 176 of those citizens are trying to get out of the country, two sources said, according to CNN. So I'm quoting the enemy, the deep state department uh, and the deep propaganda press, uh, CNN. Uh, And this is a great sin and tragedy and debacle that while uh, this criminal puppet administration is flying in enemies, terrorists, Uh, drug dealers, enslavers, uh, child rapists. We still have Americans uh, left purposefully on the ground. And American citizens, though, are still working. Uh, Team America elements are still working behind the scenes. Uh, I wore my my Operation Pineapple shirt the other day on the uh, podcast. But keep all of those Americans uh, and their rescuers in their prayers. We will bring everybody home alive or dead. Uh, in the end. But they are still there uh, while this administration continues to destroy America. They are trying to destroy Americans left overseas. I also wanted to comment on this uh, Alec Baldwin. I used to see the Baldwins every once in a while in the airport. Some of them used to live in Tucson. And this uh, left-wing hypocrite uh, hater, uh, Alec Baldwin, uh, just uh, uh, killed wouldn't say murdered. I don't think it was intentional. He's just uh, stupid. Of course, he's uh, anti-gun, which means you're anti-freedom. But of course, he's making moves about making movies about uh, guns. And he was on a set in New Mexico. Uh, New Mexico, of course, is great for the uh, liberals, although I have some friends who work there. He shot and killed uh, cinematographer Halen Hutchin. uh, And the round went through uh, and also hit the um, assistant director, Dave Halls. Uh, and now there's a big uh, uh, propaganda movement out there to uh, say it wasn't his fault that he was handed a hot gun and a cold gun. So having been a federal firearms instructor with the Drug Enforcement Administration since 1993 and having graduated from the Special Operations Tactics course, which was the predecessor course, uh, Blue Light before uh, Delta Operator Training Course in 1988, and have trained tens of thousands literally in weaponry and still uh, do, and uh, was a NRA law enforcement firearms instructor, pistol, rifle, shotgun, still teach my handgun martial arts class, have an instructor's course coming up this week. You can go to warriorschool.com if you want. I've also done Western movies. Uh, You can go see my uh, family Western, which is Miracle at Sage Creek with my uh, friend and uh, Cherokee veteran West Studi. Dave Carradine is in that and uh, native uh, actress uh, Irene Bedard is in there as well. Uh, But so I bring in and when I'm riding, you know, I I post often when I'm riding, I'm either Apache out riding traditional 
uh, or I'm riding old time cowboy. Uh, normally, this is my Generation Three uh, Colt 45 uh, six gun because I was also a cowboy mounted shooter back in the day. I used to ride with Jim Rogers, the founder of the sport, and I've been an armor on Western movies uh, as well. So I thought I would do a quick update of how to do that. And so uh, it's those they're using the terms incorrectly: cold gun and a hot gun. Uh, I've seen that quite often. So a regular prop gun is um, could be a, a gun with blanks uh, in it. Um, don't know uh, what the status was, but a blank gun will kill you up close. Uh, the gunpowder in the blank gun. We used to fire ground up uh, cornmeal, uh, corn husks, and and, and gunpowder when we were shooting balloons and cowboy mounted shooting. But the way to check that is to never violate the primary rules of safety. That is, all guns are always loaded. Never muzzle what you're not shooting. Keep your finger off the trigger until firing and know your target, what's around your target, and what's behind your target. Now, with a six gun, because it's a single action gun, that is, the hammer has to come back and you can hear the Colt C-O-L-T, you can actually have a difference to that rule because you, you can have your finger on the trigger and it cannot fire until it is cocked. That's what the six is single action gun is. And there's ways to keep that here. I'm keeping the handle down there. This is, again, original third generation Colt with legal ivory grips, one I used to uh, use. But to check that, uh, I would cover the uh, trigger guard. I would half cock the hammer. I would open the latch. And I would look in a safe direction. And I would look and feel once, twice, three times, four times, five times, six times. It's a six shooter, although you you leave one cylinder open. That's where you put your uh, billiards money in there so you, you don't, because the hammer can drop on there. So that's how you check a, a six gun for a clear gun. And of course, these uh, left-wing hypocrites know nothing about that, even though they're making money off of making films about that, and they're trying to blame uh, their uh, sins and faults on other. Remember, sin means missing the mark. It's an archery term. It's a warrior term in Aramaic. But just thought I would um, hold forth on that since I have uh, done classes in six guns and long guns. You can go and on my Facebook uh, page and see me drawing a uh, lever action gun. Just took the family shooting, was up in the mountains the other day, and have a handgun martial arts center instructor class coming up this week. It's hmac at warriorschool.com if you are interested in that. <clears throat> the other really important, um, well, a lot of important stuff this show, but the next thing I want to get to is what's going on in the Texas border. And I spent quite a bit of the weekend working with Team America, very concerned uh, elements of Team America, Team Texas, Team Arkansas uh, uh, on the border issues. And so this is an historic moment in that Governor Abbott of Texas uh, is moving back into freedom. And Texas is really becoming a sovereign nation state again uh, because he has done the first ever uh, initiation of using Texas National Guard troops, which really they should be te Texas state militia, but they changed that a while back, with civilian arrest authority. And that is actually military police, military policemen who are trained to do civilian arrest authority. And they're working uh, on an operation called Operation Lone Star in close connect coordination uh, with a pre-existing border surge of some 1,000 Texas Department of Public Safety, DPS, that's what they call Highway Patrol now, 
concentrated in the Valverde and Star uh, counties. And this has never really happened before. And uh, there have been, and I worked with JTF-6, Joint Task Force 6, which was military elements supporting border operations, but not doing actual interdiction and arrests. So this is very, very crucial uh, because this is a state taking on a role of the federal government. This is classic guerrilla, fourth generational insurgency warfare. And the state is taking on a job that the federal government will not do, or is more, more appropriately to say is sabotaging purposely to bring in uh, terrorists and drug dealers and slave traders and child molesters, along with campesinos who want to work. But all of those corridors, those plazas, are controlled by the transnational uh, criminal organizations that used to be primarily running drugs, but now primarily run people because America and Europe are awash in drugs uh, and people uh, transport themselves and then you just impregnate them, rape them, and then uh, you breed more and then you can uh, live off of them. That's how evil this uh, really is. And I used to say that Biden was uh, pimping kids from Central America, Guatemala and such, and now Obama is doing that because they are both uh, child molesters, and this is totally evil. But it's important that, to understand uh, that these new soldiers will use their arrest authority to apprehend single adult male illegal migrants. And that's really crucial because they're, what they're really talking about is fighting age males. In most of the world, not in the United States, where it's the friends kind of persons that uh, half a percent joins the military and it's 30 or 40 because you start doing what they call adulting. And again, that's my book initiation, uh, which is right up there. My boys are born, men are, uh, men are trained, or boys and girls are born, men and women are trained. My journey with Apache Medicine Man. Um, uh, and there was some confusion about that. There's a, it's uh, $36 because there's a $6 uh, mailing fee there if you want to get that book from me and not from Amazon or my other book, Chase, which is really about the border. It's a terror on the border, fact-based fiction by an ex-DEA special agent. Uh, but this is really, really important um, because uh, these soldiers are arresting male illegal migrants, which are fighting age men, uh, uh, along state-built border fencing onto some 142 parcels of private ranch lands. And the owners have all entered into state agreements to become complainants in the misdemeanor level criminal trespassing cases that DPS officers will charge. So you have to have a complainant. You have to have somebody to fill out the complaint. Then the law enforcement, whether it's the military police or the uh, deputies or the Department of Public Safety, then uh, take that, make that arrest, take that to uh, the district attorney, county attorney, and then see if they will charge that. So this is a sea change, and this is the new inflection point. And I spent a lot of the weekend talking with Team Texas uh, team leaders and Arkansas as well. And I'm very well aware that there's one county that does not have uh, uh, National Guard support. We are working on that, but Team America is not militia. They are not on the borders. I'm not advocating anything illegal, immoral, unethical, or violent, although we do have a right to defend ourselves. Team America is designed to work behind the scenes. That's how we lost our republic. That's how we will restore our republic. Uh, but we are working and gathering intelligence and supporting uh, efforts uh, down there through uh, prayers and information sharing. But in some of these counties are run by uh, 
typically left-wing liberal uh, county attorneys, and they are dismissing charges uh, right and left. But what the state is doing is very smart because they will not arrest adult women, family groups, or unaccompanied minors that the Biden administration has exempted from the pandemic expulsion rule. Uh, and they will turn them over to Border Patrol uh, as usual. Uh, they are making criminal trespass arrests. So they are very smart the way he's doing this is staying in their lane, uh, but it, in the state's lane of criminal trespass, but taking on the, the, the federal government uh, job uh, at the same time and transferring authority because the Biden administration has given up authority uh, to the state. And this came out in a July 27th letter to Texas Military Department Major General Tracy Norris. Abbott ordered that the Texas National Guard assist DPS in enforcing Texas law by arresting lawbreakers at the border. Of course, always, people always complain about posse comitatus, that you can't use the military to do this. Uh, that's a misinterpretation of the law. Um, in my humble opinion, I only spent a year in law school before I came to my senses. But the military turned outward, defending the border is not the same as turning the military inward. But it has not been written like that, not been uh, decided like that in precedence. Uh, it's been corrupted because no one's following the comp uh, Constitution. The Supreme Court is ignoring uh, the cases of the century. The FBI is infiltrated and paid off. But that doesn't change the truthfulness uh, of the law. Uh, and that can be uh, reversed uh, as well. But of course, the media is not going to say anything about this because it's the propaganda press and they do not want to help through information influence uh, operations. But there are Democratic counties such as Valverde, Star, Webb, Hildago um, uh, that uh, will probably dismiss on all of these uh, charges of the 1,300 cases DPS has already charged. Uh, no one has asked how many of these county attorneys prosecuted. Um, <clears throat> But, uh, for example, Democratic Val Verde County Attorney David Martinez of Del Rio, Texas, uh, told the Center for Immigration Studies that out of the 231 DPS misdemeanor cases filed since July, he has dismissed or rejected 105 on his judgment that none caused any harm to the landowner. So, of course, criminal trespass is not about harm. It is simply about trespass. So, uh, really... He is ignoring the law because we have a regime that is totally criminal and lawless. And he cut plea deals with 50 others, but recommended to the judge that none get in jail time. So at the end of the day, my office is not enforcing immigration laws. Um, uh, they're being charged with trespass, said the Valverde County attorney. Uh, but he is trying to avoid that. So those county attorneys need to be voted out. That's part of the inflection point that will continue to develop. Remember a show a while back, I was saying, I was giving the example of uh, Team America Texas messages. Team America Texas will restore the Republic by realizing that uh, uh, Blantifa Blue uh, companies are moving to Texas from refugee states as such as California and uh, New York, and they will bring their propagandized families uh, and co-workers with them, and that will begin to uh, turn Texas left-wing and blue. And so, therefore, we will interdict, interdict, deter, and reverse this effort in Austin, Dallas, and San Antonio, Austin being the most uh, left-wing center, through 
nonviolent kinetic, non-kinetic information influence operations to counter that. So that's an example of a very detailed uh, mission statement that Texas could do. Uh, and this is a new important uh, inflection point for Texas, but the Team America Texas is working on this. Other Team uh, America, such as Arkansas, are working on this. But as far as running down to the border uh, and militias trying to uh, stop uh, tens of thousands of um, folks coming through, kinetically, while they're against uh, uh, paralegal, paramilitary and paraintelligence uh, forces that are controlling all of these things, that is not going to work. That is uh, another trap, uh, just like January 6th was a trap an ambush, and I'm going to talk more about that uh, in detail. But Team America Texas is working on that, and I am advising helping with that as well. So these organized caravans that are coming up from South and Central America but have people from all over the world um, has, of course, help from the corrupt U.S. criminal government. Uh, and these are, these are so organized that they have... Um, uh, QR links to um, to send information, very much like uh, Blantifa, BLM and Antifa does uh, as well. And there, there are increased fentanyl shipments coming along at the same time uh, as well. So the fentanyl almost exclusively comes from China. It's another bioweapon, just like the COVID uh, with the ferritin cleavage clearly is. But uh, they are going to focus on uh, Congress has appropriated funding for the border wall and enhanced technology to ensure border security. And the Biden administration is required to use these funds consistent with their appropriated purpose. Senator Portman, uh, Senator Portman of Ohio uh, said, but it's important to see that this is a coordinated effort. This is a transnational non-state enemy actor effort coordinated with enemy states such as China uh, with fentanyl uh, and other drug efforts through non-state transnational criminal organizations uh, as well. And this is to bring about generational and societal destabilization, the destruction of borders, the Great Reset. Um, but the good news again is Texas is beginning to stand up to this and there are more and more states rising to help them uh, in this uh, as well. Arizona, of course, is working on the audit. There's problems with that. I will come back to that uh, later. Um, but um, recently, there was a uh, report to from the Hudson Institute warning that dependency on China for batteries would become a critical risk for powering unmanned military systems uh, and recommending that the United States must establish a supply chain that can operate independently of China during wartime. Um, and the Office of Director of National Intelligence warns that after 2030, many countries will experience a growing risk of conflict over water and migration. Of course, the Biden administration is doing nothing. Uh, that's what is happening in Afghanistan to uh, eliminate China. China, China has infiltrated through fifth generational information influence operations, gotten control of our government through Hunter, through Biden, and they are now still in control of the supply chain. Trump began to uh, change that. Uh, and the report also mentions 
that large-scale solar geoengineering will likely cause conflict of land disputes and energy rights. That's very interesting because this is, of course, is a left-wing institute, but they're talking about solar geoengineering, which is really a term for chemtrails uh, and manipulation of water. And that's what we saw. We saw the directed energy weapons last year in California stopping at the Canadian border. We saw snow melting being diverted uh, from reservoirs in California as well. Uh, we, you can look up and see different trails uh, of uh, contrails that are different with, uh, on this in the same sky, which means there's something different coming out of that. I didn't know much about that, but I worked with several special agents and special operations pilots uh, that really awakened me uh, to all of that. And finally, the Government Accountability Office, the GAO office, has found that uh, U.S. research may be subject to undue foreign influence. And of course, they are even afraid to say China, but it is clearly China. Uh, while the propaganda press and the deep state talks about Russia, 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 nothing is ever said about China because their masters do not allow it to be said. Uh, and so that's really important to understand uh, and to grasp where we are at on, in the war. But, uh, you know, there is some good news in that Texas is proactively uh, moving forward. Florida is, uh, to a lesser extent, and Arizona is as well. In Missouri and Ohio as well. And there are Team America active, active in Missouri and Ohio, coincidentally, not. They have just terminated their National School Board Association membership over the level letter labeling parents as domestic terrorists. And the FBI and the DHS are flying helicopters and unmanned aircraft and manned aircraft, just like they did over the audit. Uh, they are also flying that over um, PTA meetings as well. And uh, Ohio and Missouri have had enough, and they've said, we are not going to fight on your battlefield. We're not going to fight your battle, and we're not going to be part of your organization. They have left, and good for them. Don't fight their fight. Don't fight on their ground. Don't be reactive. And I'm going to talk a lot about that um, today and the importance of that um, to fight your own battle and to understand the difference between chess and go, where chess, you want to capture the king, and go, you want to dominate the board. And that is the United States philosophy versus the China philosophy. And that's, of course, the unrestricted warfare doctrine and China being the main adversary. And some people get confused about that, and some people may disagree with me on that. But if you take China out of the mix, then Soros and Fauci and Gates and Dorsey are all still dangerous. Uh, but they don't have the nation state resources to do what they are doing. Uh, they can control a lot, but they can't um, wage this great uh, world war, global world war four that they are. But going into that, remember, even though at the beginning of every show, I say how we beat the Nazis, the Japanese, uh, ISIS, we did, I agree with the Chinese communist official who said that we lost a war uh, in 2020 with China. And now the spoils of war is that the United States of America is being plundered and pillaged and our children are being raped uh, through the idea of uh, transgender fairness and other ridiculous uh, concepts. And this really comes to a head with January 6th. 
And this is something I've been trying to explain over and over to all of you, and especially to the Team America members, is we didn't lose our country in front of the scenes. We're not going to gain our country back in front of the scenes. When you're watching the propaganda press, whether it's Newsmax, Fox, uh, CNN, or MSNBC, it's a show with actors. And then when they are showing Congress and the Senate and Biden or the double or Harris, uh, those are actors as well. So you have to, it's not, it's not Potter in the wheelchair. It's the guy behind Potter and sometimes another guy behind him uh, as well. It's a show of a show of a show with actors of actors of actors. And this is really coming to a head and got to give a lot of credit to um, Revolver News. And this is the big story that is um, out everywhere. And uh, I'm going to review it because it's so important uh, to uh, go over so the Revolver News story, uh, which is everywhere, saying meet Ray Epps, the federally protected provocateur who appears to have led the first, the very first uh, January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. And they have really done an excellent uh, job of um, investigative journalism uh, here. And last Thursday in a House hearing, uh, Representative Thomas Massey, a Republican from Kentucky, Kantake uh, and Shawandase and Shawanee um, hunting ground questioned uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland about a mysterious man, Ray S., instructing protesters to enter the U.S. Capitol. Uh, and he asked uh, the Attorney General uh, whether there were federal agents present on January 6th, and the Attorney General refused to answer. And that is very key because the Revolver News has talked previously about cases against Oath Keepers, Proud Boys, uh, and Ray Epps. And uh, um, Representative Massey, uh, again from Kentucky, from Kentucky, Republican says, can you tell us, without talking about particular incidents or particular videos, how many agents or assets of the federal government were present on January 6th, uh, whether they agitated to go into the Capitol, and if any of them did? And Attorney General Garland is, no, so I'm not going to violate this norm of, uh, of, of, of the rule of law. So that's a very interesting statement because I've done lots of undercover operations. And since we're talking with the Department of Justice, I'll put on my former special agent hat. And so if you've done the undercover operation and, you, and it's over, now you come into court and then you expose all the, the proof and it goes as becomes evidence, which is witnessed. That's what you would do with a regular case. There's no reason for him to not talk about this now if it was legit. Uh, and if there were uh, real white supremacist terrorists, it's not legit. It's just like Fast and Furious where there was no chain of custody for the thousands of guns running to Mexico it was a covert international gun running operation. Uh, and this is another covert ambush of patriots, which is why he will not admit it. But it took less than a week after January 6th for online researchers to track Epps down and identify and confirm his identity. The FBI can't, but the online researchers for Revolver News and others certainly can't. And he was a Marine and uh, he, he's identified as a Marine Sergeant or Sergeant USMC. Uh, uh, and the researchers went on to locate Epps Ranch in 
Arizona. So where does Fast and Furious start? Arizona. Why? Because Arizona is gun central. The grand old daddy of uh, gun training schools um, is Colonel Cooper's gun site. Uh, one of the best, of course, is mine, Warrior School. But personal liberty is insured by personal weaponry. So if you want to um, stop personal liberty, then you begin to stop personal weaponry. That's why Fast and Furious started with gun dealers in Arizona and in Texas. And that's why they have recruited a former Marine in Arizona, in Scottsdale, as their undercover plant, their agent. They found uh, his Facebook stuff, his religious affiliations, and he's still there today. In fact, in January, uh, he gave an interview to a local Arizona newspaper, Arizona Central, uh, and said that he was there um, uh, at January 6th. And um, this is while he was on the FBI's most wanted list. Remember when there were real um, terrorists and stuff like Osama bin Laden? Um, now it's American patriots. That's how corrupt this government has become. He was um, most wanted suspect number 16. And he has done an interview uh, and he's clearly identified. And again, all of this is on uh, patreon.com slash Jeffrey Prather, but this article is everywhere. But of course, I've republished it. And, I, and I, it's so important to do a deep dive to explain uh, what is happening uh, in this. And they and Revolver do, does a great job of explaining it. So on January 8th, the FBI begged the public's help to identify mysterious person number 16, which is Ray Epps, Marine Sergeant, Scottsdale, Arizona. Then a funny thing happened. The public actually delivered Initially, swarms of left researcher accounts answer groups, partisan nonprofits left into crowdsourced internet detective mode. They assigned Epps identity various hashtags and tracked his movements throughout January 5 and 6. The primary three hashtags assigned to Epps were uh, hashtag crowd control because of the way Epps was controlling every crowd he was both he was part of on both January 5th and January 6th. Hashtag fed boomer because of the shocking video of Epps being shouted down as a Fed by Trump supporters for proposing to enter the Capitol, and hashtag Big MAGA Camo, which came to be Epps' final neutral descriptor name. It is under the hashtag Big MAGA Camo moniker that virtually all left-wing databases, shared Google spreadsheets, and multimedia archives retain most of their Ray Epps information. Within days of the riot at the Capitol, archives quickly swelled with videos and images of Epps. Epps played two roles in virtually every encounter during his commando capital tour of January 6th. First, he instructed his commandos and crowds at his attention to rush into the capital and let nothing stop them. Second, he assiduously protected cops and law enforcement so no local or federal officers would be harmed during the precision breaches. Uh, Epps and his breach team appeared to coordinate the toppling of the Capitol East Side's police barricades. Uh, this was also nearly a full hour after the U.S. Capitol building itself had been breached. With Epps' stated mission of breaching the Capitol accomplished, hundreds of Trump supporters already inside, Epps' mission magically switched to calming the crowd down. We've already made our point, ensuring that no more of his apparently fellow officers got hurt that afternoon. So in January 8th, the FBI begged the public for information the public obliged in less than three days, Ray Epps was identified as suspect 16. 
And then for nearly six months, amidst the biggest Manhattan hunt in history, the FBI did nothing with this information, as the FBI did nothing on Epps while it was simultaneously investigating, arresting, raiding, and imprisoning hundreds of completely benign MAGA moms, social media trolls, mostly for minor misdemeanor charges. There was no insurrection, as CNN and Congress and the Senate uh, lie. There has never been one insurrection charges. Uh, They are still being held. They should not be being held. And this is a great sin uh, and a great illegal uh, move by our federal government, which has been corrupted and taken over by our enemies and from traitors inside. But on July 1st, the FBI finally took action on Ray Epps, not to prosecute him or to announce a sweeping investigation or FBI SWAT raid on Epps' house. Uh, Instead, someone at the FBI quietly and stealthily purged every trace of Ray Epps from the Capitol riot's most wanted database. So remember what they did to Stone, remember what they did to Flynn, remember what they did uh, to Trump, remember what the DEA and the DOJ and Holder did to me, Uh, remember what they've done to moms uh, and older veterans, Uh, they purged him from the database. This, of course, means that he was a plant, that he was in on it. Uh, It's very obvious. But you can use the Wayback Machine from archive.org to see that he was suspect number 16. And he wasn't purged because he was arrested, that they'd put arrested on there, because the FBI can't always wait to take credit for anything. Uh, the searchablejustice.gov capital breach cases database confirms there are no case dockets or filings for any EPS at all. And this is, of course, because he was recruited to be an agent uh, by uh, the FBI. And so an agent... So when you're talking, I kind of use different terms. So if you're a special agent or a cop running a source, he's a CI, confidential informant or confidential human source, CHS, something like that. If you're an intelligence officer, because the FBI switched from white collar crime and kidnapping to counterterrorism and they're to do counterterrorism, they had to get into intelligence. They always had a foreign counterintelligence mission, followed Russians around, uh, but that really became preeminent. But they never learned how to do it. Uh, my colleague uh, at DIA, Defense Intelligence Agency, Tony Schaefer, has shown how they didn't understand that at all. I've done countless casts, as have many other people, showing how the FBI uh, did not understand how to run intelligence operations, counterintelligence operations, how Comey lied, how the Mueller report was a lie from the beginning, uh, because they were being fed false intelligence, and they wanted to be fed false intelligence. Uh, but... Uh, uh, it's also very interesting uh, that uh, Antifa were also worried about Epps as well. Antif- Epps did not come to right-wing and pro-Trump research- researchers' attention until June 17th. Uh, but Antifa, which has a very sophisticated intelligence system, remember they're communicating on Tor and Tails, and Antifa.com still goes to WhiteHouse.gov because they are the clandestine militia uh, of the left, uh, they were concerned about X uh, in detail. Now, the New York Times was busy running cover, though, for Epps. Uh, and it was saying that uh, Ray Epps, an Arizona man, uh, seems to be have gone into the Capitol on his own. 
Well, it's very clear that that wasn't true, but that's the propaganda arm. Remember um, the uh, the white-haired homosexual on CNN, the only place he worked before uh, CNN was CIA. Uh, CNN is a CIA-controlled mouthpiece. Really, all of the propaganda press are uh, to understand that. But Epps had an assistant, uh, and who that's he's called uh, Maroon P.B., and he says, uh, don't don't go after police. And Maroon PV says, noted, using pretty professional uh, terminology there. Uh, and this also fits in to Oath Keepers, militia head Stuart Rhodes. Now, I have some friends of Oath Keepers. I've spoken to the Oath Keepers uh, numerous times. Um, they're veterans for the most part. Under Obama, they were telling uh, the Border Patrol where they were delivering illegals because now that's on steroids. Obama was doing it, but Obama's a deep stater. Now it's on steroids. He's a deep state um, head, um, the double government head. But Rhodes also has never uh, been charged. Uh, Rhodes established Oath Keepers. Uh, he recruited people into it. He organized and gave key instructions. Uh, he suggested the use of illegal weapons, such as collapsible batons. Um, Rhodes activated the conspiracy in real time on January 6th via text messages and phone calls to his lieutenants from 1.38 to 2.40 uh, p.m. Rhodes, who wait, waited on the Capitol steps for the completion of the conspiracy team from 3.30 to 4, and later congratulated everyone on well done. Ro Stuart Rhodes has never been charged as well, uh, even though... The, the Oath Keepers indictment of all the other Oath Keepers incites 18 different phone calls. Um, and Stuart Rhodes was the person either calling or being called. And, and put it another way, Rhodes makes or receives 55% of all the phone calls in this massive conspiracy case spanning 16 defendants. But he is not indicted. So when you combine phone calls involving Rhodes and those involving the mysteriously unindicted person 10, another plant who Rhodes appointed as his ground commander for the day, that number rises to 100% of phone calls. So this should be very clear of what the deep state is doing. The FBI no longer does any real investigative work. They do covert operations, probably in conjunction with the CIA, cons in action, and they cover up uh, all of this in January 6th with an ambush. I still get emails from people. <clears throat> I warned January 6th would be an ambush because it's the headquarters of the deep state and you're going into, literally walking into uh, an ambush. But it's not a physical ambush. We used to have a warrior school exercise in our five-day pre-deployment classes where you'd have to shoot at a distance at targets and people would start to shoot at the distance. As they got closer, they realized there were innocents and they were holding cell phones and there were kids. They were just targets, but it was to teach that the enemy will ambush you, not just physically, not just kinetically, not just like um, um, Blackwater in Fallujah, but they will ambush you with information influence operations as well. That's all this is. That is exactly what this is. And this is the reason this is so important for you to understand is this was all done covertly behind the scenes. That's why Team America has to work covertly behind the scenes. We did not lose our country in front of the scenes. We're not going to gain our country back in front of the scenes. Of course, 
I'm not advocating anything illegal, immoral, unethical, or violent, although we do have a right to defend ourselves. For example, we are not going to lure Hunter, someone like Hunter Biden to get addicted to drugs and then lure him with underage Chinese children to rape and abuse. We're never going to do that. Um, but there are other ways to do this to make things better. Look at all of the arrests that are happening of pedophiles. They are happening every day. So that's important. And you must understand uh, that this is what happened with the FBI right-wing militia, Michigan militia plot, uh, when they were calling themselves the Wolverines from the uh, movie uh, Red Dawn. And all of that was planned. And that FBI agent has now been fired because he slammed his wife's head into a table because she didn't like a swinger party they went to. And that shows you what the FBI has become. And again, graduated from the FBI Academy in 1990, friends with Ed Morales, did undercover work for me here at the Miami gunfight. We did an interview with him a while back on another uh, station. But it's important to understand why Team America has to work behind the scenes and do another Trump car rally or doing a cyber symposium. Uh, like, here's more proof. There's plenty of proof. There's no way to play, take the proof. You've got to find places behind the scenes where you can make things work. And guess what? Ray Epps and Stuart Rhodes were hanging out together in, wait for it, Arizona. Again, why Arizona? Because Arizona is the center of personal liberty. Why? Because it's the center of personal liberty. Now, recently, Texas has exceeded Arizona in personal liberty through personal weaponry. Uh, that is passing even more freeing gun laws and also saying, hey, if we build a suppressor here in Texas and we don't take out of Texas, uh, ATF's got no uh, call over it. That, that's, just a put, that's a thumb in the nose to the deep state uh, saying that. And remember, I was the DEA special agent liaison to ATF uh, and uh, Fast and Furious started in an ATF group, but it was in a DEA office here in Arizona. So see the pieces and see why you have to get your head in the fight, lean in and understand what undercover operations, behind the scenes operations and covert warfare and non-kinetic information influence operations are about while not doing anything illegal, immoral, unethical or violent, although we do have a right to defend ourselves. It's very important. So I put up on my Patreon, I put this article up and I said, I want all team leaders to study this and understand this. So January 28th, uh, there was a dinner right up there in um, Home Down Buffet uh, in Scottsdale, Stuart Rhodes and uh, Ray Epps, where they were uh, planning all this, probably in the back room with their FBI handler. They are the agents in intelligence terms, the case officer or the tactical, tactical agent handler in DIA terms, CIA case officer, DIA tactical agent handler terms. And then they are the agents, they are the ones who get their instructions to go out there. And so they probably said, because, hey, you know, there's a bunch of white supremacists and you can go back and save your country from all of them. And if you do these things uh, and <clears throat> this guy posting himself for the shooting bears with arrows and riding horses uh, a lot, uh, probably they appealed to his ego. He probably has a lot of ego looking at him. A lot of Marines do. And Marines, if you don't like that, come on, get over yourself. So uh, Trump supporters on January 6th actually became hostile to Epps that they became openly disrespectful 
and then others tried to calm them down and they were shouting out fed 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 uh so now let's so Epps uh, and this uh, Maroon PB guy were recruited uh, by the FBI, obviously, uh, and entrained and instructed what to do. That's how you run an agent. Uh, and that's what January 6th was about. That's why they haven't released all of the tape uh, from that. So now let's turn to someone I know, because I don't know this Epps guy, but I do know Jeremy Brown. Um, his girlfriend uh, had contacted me and then I had him on the show. And after I had him on my podcast, he went on Gateway Pundit. He blew up. He was everywhere. Tried to give him some advice. Didn't really under, uh, follow the advice. And they came and arrested him. But what they had done is the FBI had come to his house. Remember this on Gateway Pundit, my side everywhere. And they said, hey, we want you to lead a group in, you know, at January 6th. The, the same pitch that they gave, the same approach, it's actually called an approach, to Epps they gave to Brown. So Epps fell for it or bought into it, whatever. Brown, who was a Green Beret, Special Forces, used to running agents of his own, recognized what they were doing and filmed it and refused and then aired it, which is good. He's a patriot. He's a true believer. But <laughs> just as I've said, the SEALs have a problem, and anybody inside the special operations community knows this, but the, the SEAL admiral in charge of the SEALs finally said they, they have a problem. We've delineated. I had Lori uh, Chapman on the show talking about uh, the SEAL problems. I'm going to be talking about a Navy problem here in a second, and you have to be ruthlessly truthful. You have to be, become vulnerable and let go of your uh, ego if you're going to improve. That's what confession or Days of Atonement, at one mint are about. Uh, and uh, Jeremy uh, said no and was polite about it, and they eventually came and arrested him, and now he is locked up. What probably would have been better would be to say yes, but then go Schindler on them. And so when I'm trying to explain this kind of stuff to good-hearted people who are not criminals and spies, because I'm used to dealing with criminals and spies, is, okay, so did you see Schindler's list? Yes, okay. Was Schindler a good guy? Yes. Okay, who is he working for? The Nazis, the bad guys. Okay, so he's working for the bad guys, doing good stuff, undercover, behind the scenes. So it would probably have been better uh, for Jeremy to uh, go Schindler. Um, but the problem is, after two generations of GWAT, Government War on Terror, veterans who have had much more combat than I ever had. I got shot at a couple of times sneaking around South America and into countries and stuff. Um, they, they know war, and so they think they know all war very well, but they know the last war. They don't know the next war, and so they put their paradigm of the last war into the next war, and they don't recognize the war. I've seen this over and over. I just had a uh, a young ranger that used to work for me, uh, Mike Case, a combat sniper, uh, married him, did training with him, uh, had him employed full time. He just left and went off to do his own thing. He works as a counterintelligence agent for the government, probably in Huntsville, probably end up being an FBI agent. Um, that's the latest betrayal uh, <laughs> that I have. That All this stuff happens all the time. So uh, 
recognize the fifth generational fight that is going on and recognize that the counter to that is a fourth generational insurgent war, non-kinetic, non-violent, not illegal, immoral, unethical, um, but understand what is going on. Another player uh, next to Epps was John Sullivan. John Sullivan's uh, the black guy who was filming the Ashley ba uh, Babbitt murder, where Ashley is probably the only person there who doesn't know what's going on. Very similarly to what happened to Brian Terry, the Border Patrol agent who was murdered with fast and furious guns. Probably the only guy on the ground there who did not know what was going on. Because remember, uh, DEA had a deal with the Sonoran cartel to run drugs north in exchange for the ATF guns going south. The FBI was running the hit team. This is how I went from here to zero uh, with the DEA. And they came after me for all those years. Very similarly to the way they came after um, Flynn and Trump. And John, one of John Sullivan's uh, aliases was Jaden X. That's on the uh, video of Ashley being uh, murdered. Uh, but the interesting thing about that is the Antifa guys uh, were worried about him too. They did not think uh, that he was one of them. Now, he was briefly arrested, questioned for about an hour by Metropolitan PD and FBI, and then released. Just like Lieber was held for two days and then released. And of course, Epps has never been arrested, but Brown uh, was arrested much after. He didn't even go into the Capitol. So you can tell who the good guys, this is what bothers me when people start bad-mouthing Flynn and Trump and stuff is, Look at the actions. Look at who are they, they targeting and who they're not targeting. It's real easy to see who the good guys and the bad guys uh, are there. But Antifa was worried about this guy. Now, understand what's going on, because I'm telling you more than is in the story in Revolver, although the Revolver guys have done an excellent job. I might try and get somebody on the show there. So they went to the Patriot community, I'm sure a patriotic Marine, Epps, and convinced him that there was this deep, dark, white supremacist plan and, and, and recruited him and lured him in and ran him. Uh, or maybe he's a bad guy. I don't know. There's certainly bad military guys. Jeremy Brown realizes what they're doing, says, huh, no thanks, not going to do that. Doesn't go Schindler. Doesn't, he wants to sit on, he told me, I want to sit on my couch. Nope, you don't get to sit on your couch. Sullivan, they ran too. Um, the Antifa guy said he's new to the community. He burned bridges, has untraceable ties. He moves quickly through different organizations and leaves a wake of discourse and drama. Um, he's charismatic and zealous, but acts without conviction. He has grandiose plans of actions that are highly illegal, risky, but they want you to do it, not him. He gravitates towards abusers and grifters because you can control them. He has poor OPSEC, OPSEC, InfoSec, lack of interest in protecting his comrades' anonymity. He has suspicious social presence right now. He has a YouTube account. You can go on there where he's trying to talk philosophically to build a legend, a cover for himself after the fact. Uh, and so they were worried about Sullivan. So just don't think Sullivan, Jaden X, John Sullivan, is uh, an Antifa guy. Antifa is sophisticated. But Antifa.com goes to WhiteHouse.gov. The feds, the Phoebes are running both. They're running both sides of it. It's totally a show of a show. Actors with 
actors. This is the same thing that happened with Bundy. And I worked with the Bundy family, did some uh, prayer meetings and protests uh, with them. Uh, and uh, the FBI sent in a fake documentary crew. And at first, their discernment was, oh, yeah, I don't believe you guys. And then they kind of fell for it. Ego. They pulled on the ego for Longbow Productions, which was a fake production company, um, to draw them in. And then they finally uh, drew out the uh, rancher into an L-shaped ambush where they shot him and lied about it. They didn't even have the right date timestamp uh, on the um, the uh, footage as well. And then the, and then the uh, phone footage came out uh, as well. And of course, uh, it's the same uh, um, points. The same phenomenon of 100 hours of mystery footage has been kept under seal uh, that was not that the, the documentary footage crew from the Bundy um, operation, covert operation. They're saying with the footage from January 6th from the Capitol has not been released because they're controlling the information influence operation vectors. The same as how I have been taken off Twitter, um, YouTube at times, back on right now because I'm a bad sheep. They are trying to control the information through controlling the vectors. Uh, same kind of criminal charges, conspiracy to obstruct federal proceedings. That's the same. That's the same. That's the charge for January 6th. Not insurrection. It was not an insurrection. That charge has never uh, been there. And the same characters, same charges, same method of operation, same uh, players, and they all know each other. And so uh, this is really, really excellent uh, investigative uh, journalism. Uh, and they show clearly uh, that um, the Trump supporters at the speech couldn't have got there because Epps was uh, at the Capitol before Trump had even finished speaking. They've got the timelines out. Uh, but the point is not the legal case. The point is it was an information influence operation ambush, and they have... Uh, accomplish that. And now they'll just um, stall everything because that's what they do. They went after me for decades. Uh, and of course, I was never even charged by the DEA, the DOJ, Eric Holder. Uh, I spent tens of thousands of dollars and I've never been con convicted of anything, uh, just like Flynn and Trump weren't. But uh, it's an information influence operation to kill the message by trying to kill the messenger. And sometimes they literally uh, do um, kill the messenger uh, when they need to. But this is really important for you to understand so that you understand why it is so important to join Team America. You can join Team America at jeffreyprather.com uh, and then get with your team leaders. And team leaders, it's so important so that you'll understand how to counter all of this, counter this espionage, counter this sabotage, because they have because they have uh, performed espionage against our government. They have performed sabotage uh, of our republic uh, and of our constitution. And that is so important to understand. There's more players in this, um, but I guess I'm running out of time to go over there. The photos are clearly identified of, uh, this is Maroon PB, probably another Marine. Uh, and they, again, uh, either bought him off 
you figure out what the motivation is. Is it patriotism? Is it ego? Um, is it extortion? For example, in Hunter's case, it's um, extortion and it's also greed. Uh, so they extorted him, they addicted him, then they, they lured him with Chinese children, they filmed him, then they can extort him and they addicted him so they can control him. So uh, even my children, I'll, I'll start the sentence saying, discipline brings freedom. Um, if you look at Yeshua, he is very disciplined. You don't hear that in big church, but his life way of connecting uh, in his connection, the Christ connection to our Father in heaven to receive the gifts of the fruits of the Holy Spirit, discernment, deliverance primarily, are brought about by discipline. And of course, there is no uh, discipline today at all. This is also what's going on with the Proud Boys, is the Proud Boys uh, are another organization where nothing really ever happens. It creates drama. It creates spectacle spectacle. So people like to say speed, surprise, and violence of action uh, for a close quarter battle or room entry, which I've done a lot of. did a lot of dynamics, explosive entry uh, in 7 Special Forces Group. Uh, but always before that, uh, there is a distraction, whether it's a flashbang, whether you break a window, uh, whatever. A lot of all of this is the same principle. But you've got to get your head in the fight and understand, and you're not fighting GWAT. Governor Warren Terry, GWAT is over. GWAT is not the war now. Although you know war, veterans, you don't understand the war you are facing now. It's very hard for me to get this across to uh, folks now. And really important to understand uh, because this is the FBI has been doing this uh, for a long time. Um, remember back in 1991, three FBI agents posed as members of an invented racist militia group called, wait for it, the Veterans Aryan Movement. Uh, and the lead agent was a Vietnam veteran with a background in narcotics. And it was codenamed Pat Khan, Patriot Conspiracy. They pulled this up out, this con up out, and they are using it again. This is what uh, Mueller did. Remember, Mueller was connected with Whitey Bulger, uh, and Whitey Bulger, he, Mueller kept guys in jail that were innocent to cover for Whitey Bulger. I just posted this on my website, too. Uh, and what happened to Whitey Bulger? Well, uh, he was killed in federal prison. He was 89. Uh, why was he killed? Well, he was about to um, talk to uh, out FBI informants. And it emerged in Bulger's 2013 trial that he had served as an FBI informant as far back as 1975. And so he was in federal prison, just like Epstein, uh, and was killed for this. So Mike Albano was a former parole board member was threatened by two FBI agents for considering parole for the men imprisoned for a crime they did not commit so that, so that uh, Bulger could be out. And Mueller was appointed as the FBI director. And of course, Mueller wanted to make sure that nothing came out uh, and 
Now, then you see this is way before the fake Mueller report where the opening line of it is a lie is the Russians hacked the DNC. Uh, That was CrowdStrike submitted a report that was never signed. Uh, The FBI never had the servers. And again, they do this. They never bring Clinton or Hunter or Biden or anybody actually out in court because their disclosure, they'll hide things, but some disclosure will come out and then something's decided and then there is precedence decided, which could be used against them. So they just put it off forever. What happened with Las Ve- the Las Vegas massacre? Nothing. What happened with Hunter's, uh, Hunter's three hard drives? Nothing. What happened with uh, Hillary's servers? Nothing. So that there is no precedence and there is no disclosure. And this has become the total standard operating procedure, SOP of the FBI now. So that's why you have to get your head in the fight and start countering with behind the scenes operations because we didn't lose our country in front of the scenes. We're not going to regain our country uh, totally in front of the scenes. Um, I think I'm going to run over here a little bit and talk a little bit uh, more about a couple um, uh one more bad story and then a couple of good stories. And that is the Bonehome Richard uh, is a Navy ship in San Diego that burned uh, completely uh, last week. And the fire was started by a seaman apprentice named Ryan Mays. He essentially set the blaze uh, to burn the 844 foot uh, warship. And the ship burned for almost five days at its birth at Naval Base San Diego. It wasn't even at sea. Sailors on board were slow to react. Uh, when they first saw the smoke Sunday morning, July 12th, 2020, a, su- a Sunday morning, hmm, Sunday morning, uh, that reminds me of, uh, yeah, December 7th. Uh, 7th. Um, the officer of the deck hesitated to sound the alarm. Um the crew had not participated in fire drills or met the standards. Uh, they had on 14 consecutive occasions, they had failed to meet the firefighting drill standards times. They also emphasized fighting at sea, you know, which is fair. But more than 10 minutes later after the, uh, there was initially one sailor who came by, 8 a.m., a sailor on her way to the ship's vending machines, uh, said things looked foggy, reported it. Then 10 minutes later, another sailor on duty um, noticed smoke, reported to the officer of the deck. That's the duty officer. The officer did not immediately sound the alarm. Um, a ship's watch standard did not log the report of smoke or fire until 820. Um, at 8.22, a witness in the adjacent parking lot finally heard the ship ring its alarm bell. Uh, and so besides not being prepared uh, for fire drills, which you, you've got to be prepared on a ship, it's systemology. The system runs on systems of systems, especially an aircraft carrier. Um, they did not have a fire main so that when the um, civilian federal firefighters showed up, their connections did not fit with the Navy connections. Uh, and also the uh, Navy staff kind of sat around. It notes that the Bonham Richards the report notes that Bonham Richards, commanding officer, executive officer, command master chief, chief engineer, and damage control assistant were all on the pier before the explosion, all failed to establish a command and control 
of firefighting efforts. It was a Rear Admiral Philip Sobeck, the commander of the Expeditionary Strike Group 3, who finally took charge that day. Uh, and so what this shows is not just the SEALs who have a problem. And again, I'm quoting the Admiral in charge of the SEALs, although inside the community, we have known that the SEALs have had a problem for a long time. And we talked about that on the Chapman show when I had Lori on. Uh, you can read about that. You want to read about that in detail? Read Not a Good Day to Die by Naylor. It's the Tucker Gar story um, in detail. Uh, but now it's not just the SEALs, it's the entire Navy. Why is that crucial? Because that's how we project force overseas. This is not by accident. This is by design. The Chinese who have a weak Navy and are trying to build a blue water Navy, they're trying to build islands, they're trying to get aircraft carriers to not burn up, uh, are sabotaging uh, our Navy. Remember, uh, Navy ships, I've been talked about how Navy ships have been running into each other because they were trying to do uh, uh, seamanship by DVD, which you can't do. You got to get on a ship, you got to walk the ground, you got to sail the waters, you got to know the currents, and they're trying to do everything uh, um, remotely through um, through videos and instructions. And uh, our Navy is now in grave trouble. The most important thing there is see the chain of command. There was no real leadership. Of course, we're used to seeing that uh, with uh, Miley, a traitor and a coward. Uh, and again, we saw Lieutenant Colonel Scheller, the U.S. Marine Colonel, who was brave and moral, um, but not particularly uh, smart in getting his head in the fight. And again, we saw that with uh, Good Green Beret Jeremy Brown, brave and moral, but not particularly in the fight uh, and still thinking about the last war. Something in the fight is that uh, Beaglegate has struck Fauci. And so Fauci uh, had a, another uh, evil engineered experiment going on where he was doing uh, research on beagles in Tunisia, where they would uh, take the beagles and stick their heads uh, to be eaten alive by sand fleas. And then they'd cut out their lungs so that they couldn't hear them uh, moaning and uh, crying. And of course, this is evil, although I will admit, when in Korea, I've had kegogi, I've had dog. Uh, I did a martial arts tournament there, and they they uh, offered me that. I always try and um, partake of the local traditions and also grass dance, Lakota grass dance, a dog, uh, you know, horse. If you're hungry enough, you'll eat anything. I've eaten bugs and snakes and alligators. But this is showing that this is an evil sadistic serial killer who is in charge uh, in the White House. I'm not talking about Biden. I'm talking about Fauci. And the important thing about this story is that they're getting the idea of how to approach this. So when people say gain of function, everybody's eyes glaze over. It's like when I say, I've done exorcisms, everybody's eyes glaze over. I talk about Judeo-Christian, yeah, that's cool. I start talking about native, everybody's eyes glaze over. So when they talk about gain of function, which is really making a bioweapon, everybody's eyes glaze over. But when they say Fauci uh, tortured puppies, that wakes everybody up. There's a bipartisan effort. They're getting their head in the fight in information influence operations. That's really important. In Louisiana, um, in a high school, uh, in Southwood High School in Louisiana, uh, this is a great story. 
where there were all these fights on campuses. It's black, uh, black high school and lots of violence. And the story says, again, this is the blaze, Glenn Beck's, but it's also on my side. Men of the vaccine, an injection of masculine male energy can improve every problem plaguing America. And that's my book, uh, Initiation, Boys Are Born, Men Are Trained. Um, and uh, really important. So Southwood High School in Louisiana took the jab earlier this month after three straight days of on-campus violence and 23 students arrested. A group of 40 fathers injected themselves into the school. I love this story. I love the way this is written. The violence stopped the day dads on duty started walking the hallways and greeting students as they walked in. It's just awesome. And um, I just think this is great. Um, statistics show that black kids are denied the male energy vaccine at substantially higher rates than all other racial groups. Again, that's by government design. That was after physical slavery came chemical slavery and then economic welfare slavery. And when you take the dead out of the picture, all the shoddy show, uh, dropouts, gangs, drugs go up. Dads are very important. If you've come around to any of my classes and you ask who I'm yelling at the most of my students or even the parents of my students, it's always the dads. Uh, that's the beginning sin where Adam stands by and does nothing while the Nahash, not a serpent, the Nahash, the sizzling electronic, sizzling electrical energy intelligent entity uh, lies and seduces Eve. And so this is a mandate, uh, and it is an excellent example. And it's, but it's even more important uh, because they are breaking the economic slavery chain created by the welfare state and reinforced by the CIA, reduced, uh, introducing cocaine uh, into black ghettos for another form of slavery. And dads are standing up. And so this is, again, example of, they're not on Team America, but it's an example of Team America. It's Americans depending upon each other and God and not corrupt government. Remember, the CIA admitted they introduced cocaine into black ghetto neighborhoods. That was Ollie North's big covert operation that he inadvertently did with Contra's cocaine uh, and cash uh, uh, that where I cut my teeth on covert operations for the first time, first in the military side and then the DEA point of view. So I hope, uh, I know this has been a deep dive and I know I've gone over today, uh, but I hope you are following why this was so important. Uh, and it's really good news uh, from uh, the black dad standing up and taking off the chains of economic and chemical slavery and taking back their, their children. Uh, to uh, the Revolver News doing the investigative journalism uh, and investigations that uh, the FBI should be doing and as an example of exactly what we should counter. Uh, again, so Schindler them back, stay in place, uh, and not just Judicial Watch FOIA requests, Freedom of Information requests, and not just Project Veritas um, hey, here's the release of the tape. Okay, Biden and Obama are on tape fondling kids, uh, lying, extorting. Uh, there is no real blackmailable standard anymore. Back in the day, it was uh, cheating on your wife or homosexuality. Now that's, there's commercials with black trannies with beards. There's a Cinderella movie out with a black Cinderella godmother 
there, there's, there's no substance to that anymore. Get your head in the fight and understand what's going on uh, here and get behind the scenes and find where you have inflection points in your area and then how you can influence them. Carrot and stick, nothing illegal, immoral, unethical, or violent, although we do have a right to defend ourselves, but how you can influence them. And this is an example of beginning of that, and our ranks are growing daily. So we will win, but we are not always winning, and winning is demanding, difficult, and always, always expensive. No plan survives first contact. Plans are useless. Planning is invaluable. Our ranks grow daily, as does our resolve. Tyrants always fall. Tyranny inevitably fails. Fear is natural, but it is a reaction. Courage is a decision. I will never surrender. I am always hopeful. But my analysis is and will remain ruthlessly truthful. Intelligence prepares the battlefield, nothing more. The battle is joined. The war is on. The herd will be called. Don't be in the call. Nobody is coming. We are our quick reaction force. Neighbor up, team up, train up. Keep your trusted circle tight. We stand together alone. God has a plan, and it's us. <laughs>